and welcome to a wide world of fan fiction, where fan fiction is treated as the high art that it is. And after the previous week ep week's episode with the incident and... I might have mixed some categories up on last week's episode, and I think we need to cleanse our souls of that. And we need to look to the Bible section. Fanfiction.net. That's not rated M. Nope, we will not be reading the furry slash insert fanfic Bible. N no, we're not reading that. And you can read it if you want to, but <laughs> if you're into that kinky stuff. <laughs> no, we have a really biblical, family friendly story today. It is called Bible Story Hour and. And it is a Yu-Gi-Oh! Bible crossover. <laughs> Seriously, there's a Bible section. Check it out. It is by Miyuki Angel X. One Sunday school in Domino Church, Shadi reads to his students some unusually twisted tales straight from the Bible. And it is... We'll probably get through chapter one. Yes, chapter one, the beginning. Chapter two can enable chapter three, Noah's Ark. And this was updated in 2005 and published in 2004. So once again, we're getting in the time machine. And that was me itching my ear. And let's jump right in. Sorry, peoples. I just couldn't resist it. Maybe when I finish Enchanted Seduction, I'll update this. Enchanted Seduction has about three chapters to go. This book is similar to my Fairy Tales version. Warning, if you're a really religious Catholic slash Christian person that will get offended by Bible parodies, I suggest you don't read this. I know they are not as real as the stories in the book. Yeah, I know. These are Japanese characters we're talking about here. They're not supposed to be Catholic. I can be, crea I can be creative, can I? But in this chap... There's a bit of sexual scenes. No X rated before anyone goes nuts. Remember that Nabuki poked Ranma's breast at Ranma half. Okay, so it's just a little bit of touching today. <laughs> Disclaimer. I told you I don't own Yu-Gi-Oh! Not to mention the Bible stories. There, now you know I'm a Catholic. And even if I am, I don't always follow up on my religion. In the beginning... Kaiba, God, don't worry, God's character will change in each story. Anzu, Eve, Yami, Adam, Merrick, Satan, Angel, Ishizu. It was Sunday morning in Domino Church. Shadi was stuck with teaching Sunday school while the original teacher had been sick. Fixing up his lessons, he saw in the lesson plan that today was Bible stories. Maybe this won't be so bad, Shadi smiled as the clock struck 8.30 kids of shapes and sizes. They piled onto their assigned seats, some taking out their pillows and rested themselves on it, knowing that today's lecture was going to be another drone of their morning. It was definitely going to be a long one, for Sunday school usually lasted from 8.30 to 10.30. All right! Shai looked up and down the rows at the kids of shapes and sizes. What do I call your name? So many shapes and sizes of kids. What I call your names? Either raise your hand or say here. He took out the student students list. Anzu Mizaki, here. A young girl with brown hair who sat in the second row raised her hand. Okay, Malik Ishtar, 
Here, a young boy's voice tripped up a shot. He spotted him sitting by the window. Okay, Ryo Bakura? A young boy sitting in front of Malik raised his hand shyly. His white hair seemed slightly ruffled. Haven't, 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 hadn't having, I should say hadn't, hadn't having the time to brush it. Okay, Shawty arched an eyebrow, continuing to scan the list. Mokuba Kaiba? Mokuba, who sat in the second row, raised his hand. Let's see now. Joey Wheeler? He scanned the room only to see Joey sleeping on his pillow. His expression changed as he made his way to the third row, watching him sleep for two more seconds before he yanked the pillow off of him and whacked him right on the head. It's Delaware, Mr. Valentine! Joey screamed at the top of his lungs. All of the students gave Joey the strangest look, wondering what the world, what in the world he is talking about. Huh? What the... Mr. Wheeler! Shoddy gave Joey a cross look. If you are going to... But if you are going... If you're going to sing the 50 states of America to my, to, my, to my father, please do so when you know you won't get humiliated. He then threw down the pillow on Joey's desk before making his way back to his desk. Tristan Taylor, here. Duke Devlin, here. Yugi Muto, here. Ishizu Ishtar, here. My Valentine, here. Okay, Shoddy smiled. That's everyone. Today, according to your teacher's lessons, lesson plan, I will read you stories from the Bible. Call this a no-homework day. Long, long ago, the world was nothing more than darkness. Even when the sun passed by, light sh wouldn't shine through the desolated land. Finally, a young god from the heavens decided to create something useful for this darkness. Hmm. Kaiba scratched his chin as he read a book called How to Make a New World. He was aware that the land had only been engulfed in by the darkness, so he decided to go for it. First up, he needed to create both light and dark to indicate days, times and seasons, as well as years. Vini vidi vici! Kaiba aimed his hand to search Earth, and soon the sun was on one side of the world while the moon was on the other. According to his book, it would take seven days to complete. Oh boy. On his second day, he created the ocean, mixing up the ingredients for the ocean water in his pot. He waited until it finished boiling and cooling before parting the clouds. Taking his pot, he dumped the water, filling the earth with water. On the third day, he decided to make some land so earth wouldn't be how Neptune was, which was filled with water. Reading the spell in his book, he then lifted his hand up as he shouted, Hocus Pocus! Suddenly, he watched the land rising from the waters. On the fourth day, he decided to add some life to his creation. Taking out a bunch of seeds from his bag, he tossed them into the earth. Clapping his hands three times, land was suddenly filled with trees bearing fruit and bushes with berries. Flowers bloomed all around, but Kaiba was careful to not go overboard. Overboard. <laughs> Even Garfield buys dog food. On the fifth day, Kaiba created animals to roam around and be free. Looking over his spellbook, he saw that he needed toy animals. Rumbling through his box, he took out his miniature animals that he won last year. Placing all of them on the land, spreading them out evenly, he then called out, Rise from the living, rise from the dead, rise you animals, or you shall not like what will happen to your head. All of a sudden, the animals popped up and came to life and started to roam around. The birds started to fly to the, to the bugs, to the bug, to the bugs crawled. Jeez. Kaiba was giving his animals the strangest look. All I was going to do was shave their hair off. 
On the sixth day, he decided to create a human similar to himself so they, so they could enjoy what he had created. Looking at the book, he frowned, for it required him to sacrifice one of his ribs. He decided to do it anyway. Kaiba started to chant his spell, sacrificing one of his ribs to make a human being. No doubt it was a success, for he saw a young naked man with tricolored hair lying beside a tree. Hmm, I should call you Yami. Hey! Hey, you! He watched Yami's eyes open, looking around. Who, who's there? Who said that? You don't have to look around, kid. Kaiba watched on. I'm just saying you should go roam around and enjoy what I, what I happen for my sake, he shuddered. Put a, put a fig leaf. But it's supposed to say put on it. We've had it worse before. Ugh. Throughout the day, Kaiba was glad to see Yami enjoying himself. By the afternoon, he noticed that Yami was upset. What's wrong? Kaiba arched an eyebrow. Well, Yami frowned. The animals are great and all, but I feel lonely. Kaiba knew this would happen. He would be glad to make another human being, but doing that would have to sacrifice one of Yami's ribs. With Yami still alive and awake, he knew there was no way Yami will give up his rib easily. If you sleep now, you'll find something very surprising. I don't know, my lord. Yami was quite skeptical. How is sleeping going to make another human? Are you trying to question my ability? Kaiba was slowly getting ticked. No, my lord, Yami stammered. I'll, go to, I'll get to sleep. He then curled up next to the tree and fell asleep. At that instant, Kaiba started to chant something, taking one of Yami's ribs and creating a female version of a, of a human. You better say your prayers and thanking me, Yami, he muttered to himself. The next morning, Yami stirred awake. His eyes widened as he saw a naked woman sleeping right beside him. The young woman's eyes opened as well. Seeing Yami, she started screaming, Eek! Pervert! God, there's a pervert who tried to watch me sleeping! Out of curiosity, Yami noticed that the female's chest seemed slightly bigger than his and appeared to be inflated. With a finger, he started poking at her breast. Whoa! The woman slapped Yami right in the face. Pervert, my lord, who is this hentai freak? Whoa, whoa, Anzu, calm down. Kaiba tried to get Anzu to stop from going to insanity. I just created you from Yami's rib. Say what? Yami was surprised. Yeah, so Yami, so this is Anzu. Anzu, this is Yami. Enjoy the Garden of Eden as much as you want, and please try not to destroy it with your insanity. I did not create you guys for that. All right, fine, said Yami. Eat all the fruits and berries and even vegetables I planted, but, um, third his throat. See that tree over there? He pointed at the tree, said, we're disfigured. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I don't want you guys eating from there. No problem, Hansu chirped up. As Kaiba disappeared from their view, he smiled to himself. Hmm, man, woman. There, that's what I, that's what I should call those two. On this seventh day, I declare it my rest day. He sat back down, slightly exhausted from creating the earth. Days and weeks passed by as Yami and Anzu finally got along and lived life to, the, to, their, to their fullest. One day, they decided to check out the forbidden tree in which Kaiba called it, the tree of knowledge and the tree of good and evil of all the trees that have produced perhaps the most delicious fruit throughout the garden. It sure does look good, Anzu licked her lips. Yeah, but you know what the man from upstairs said. Yami leaned against the tree. We can't have any. Oh, a hissing voice came through the tree. Did he? Who's there? Anzu looked up, trying to see if anyone else was up there. All of a sudden, a man growing a cape jumped down from the tree, smirking at Anzu. The Lord's fruit isn't forbidden, you know. He just wants you to stay away from it, and the reason why is that he wants you to stay ugly. Who are you calling ugly? Anzu raised his fist, raised his, his fist to the stranger. Wait. Anzu's, Anzu's a bit non-binary. <laughs>
She, I've done it before too. She's not ugly. You know, glared at the strange man. So sorry for the introductions, but you two can just call me Merrick. He turns the attention back to Anzu. You have the potential to be beautiful, you know that. And this fruit will help make your beauty beyond perfection. Something the Lord wasn't willing to do for his creation. You really think so? Anzu's eyes started to turn into a dreamlike state. Anzu, don't listen to him! Yami watched on trying to stop Merrick. Chuckling, Merrick muttered something, creating an invisible wall to stop Yami. Frustrated, Yami tried to pound on the glass, hoping to shatter it, but couldn't. He even tried screaming Anzu's name, but he couldn't be heard. Merrick cupped his hand under Anzu's chin, lifting it up so they met face to face. You're really beautiful, you know, that I bet you Yami never told you that. Anzu shook her head. Of course he never does. That's a shame. He bit an apple from a tree and placed it on her lips. Go ahead and try. His grip on her became tighter, pulling her closer to him. His eyes were hypnotic as he looked down on her. After all, it's only a sin when you get caught, don't you think so? Mmm. Anzu was falling under Merrick's spell, no doubt. She then took a bite out of it, relishing on its juicy taste. On its juicy taste. Recording three podcasts in one day. What could go wrong? Finally, Yemi may finally Yemi managed manage to lunge towards Merrick, wrapping his arms around him. You idiot! She wasn't supposed to eat that. What was that? Yami Merrick grinned. You want to try one too? You could have just asked. He then tossed a piece of the fruit inside of Yami's mouth. Yami tried to spit it out, but Merrick clamped his hands over Yami's mouth, causing him to chew and swallow it. Delicious, isn't it? Suddenly, the two couldn't help themselves as they started to gather fruit that can reach in the trees. In ten minutes flat, half of the fruit from the tree of knowledge and the tree of good and evil are gone. Anzu was the first to realize this as she stopped Yami from eating the rest of the fruit. Yamchan, did you know that half of the forbidden fruit is gone? Yami stopped eating, choking on the berry. These bigger trees that used to bear so many fruit now bear so little. Oh my! All of a sudden, thunder and lightning boomed the skies. Anzu and Yami dropped their fruits as they saw Kaiba's hand reach down from the clouds above. All right, which one of you ate the fruit even though you were told not to? Anzu pointed at Yami. Yami pointed at Anzu. Liars, just for that, you guys are no longer welcome here. He then picked up Yami's body and hurled, hurled him over the gate. Really, my lord, Anzu pleaded. There was a sky in a cape that told me. Save it, honey! Kaiba picked up Anzu's body and hurled it out of the garden as well. Both of them landed in a place more wasted and dirtier than the garden itself. The gate closed and an angel appeared to be blocking it. Ishizu! Kaiba called out. Keep an eye on the garden for a while. See that these two never come back. A grin formed on Ishizu's face as she watched the two. What now? Anzu wondered. And because they lied and disobeyed, Adam and Eve had to go go in life living go go in life living a drabby one. They no longer have the luscious fruits or the animals to keep them company. Shadi closed the Bible. Question! Merrick Malik shouted out. Um, yes, Malik. Shit. Is it Merrick or Malik? Is it, I've only watched. <laughs> I've watched the entire. Is it Merrick or Malik? It starts with M. Shadi-eyed Malik. Is it really true that it took seven days to make Earth? Well, Shadi smiled nervously, sort of. I'm not exactly sure myself, but according to the book, it could be. What do you guys think? I know I may seem to be playing with religion for this, but I want to know what you guys think. 
If it's good enough to continue, just let me know. And apparently it was because there's Cain and Abel and Noah's Ark. I don't know if we're going to get through those today, but... Uh, ooh, let's... I uh, one we could see what they're about. <laughs> Honestly, this isn't this isn't too structurally bad for something from 2004. So far, you know, it could be much worse. The, it, my, very minor errors here, actually. So, Miyuku Angel X. So far, good. Oh, in case if if you want to go on to Cain and Abel, it's. Well, thanks for a bunch of for the reviews. Sorry for taking it a little seriously, but glad no one got ticked. In Cain and Abel, God is still Kaiba. All hail Kaiba for the master who brings disaster lull, but only because he has a way of pissing off the Yu-Gi-Oh cast. Cain is Bakura. <laughs> Abel is Yugi, and Satan is Mer It's Merrick. Is it Merrick or Malik? I didn't... I've only watched the... <laughs> She's switching in between them to spice things up. She's what a fancy author! <laughs> oh gosh, it's... you know what? I called this brain of alcohol Grilka for years, and it wasn't even closed. And then, and then Grilka is Quark's ex-wife from Deep Space, Deep Space Nine. And I don't know how I got those two confused with each other, but. Grilka is married to Warp now. Fun fact in Star Trek Online, but this isn't the Star Trek thing. And Satan is Merrick. And that's Yami no Merrick to you people, the true evil for a few episodes. Were there two? Yu-Gi-Oh! is on Netflix. I might have to do some research on that. And chapter three, who, who was in chapter three? So sorry everyone that I haven't been updating old stories. Please check my profile for more info on this issue. Okay. Dunno, I think she's still alive. In Noah's Ark, there's Ogar or God's way of saying revenge. God is Kaiba slash darts. <laughs> oh gosh, God speaking to the darts voice from the operation. God's going to take my dick. God, you're gonna take my what? Your dick. Your dick. <laughs> but I like but I like my dick. No, you do not deserve your dick. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I wish I could do the voices. And the angel is Mokuba. Noah is Ryo. Sons are Yugi and Malik. The wise are Rebecca and Anzu. The lion is Shadi. The peacocks are Kaiba and Mokuba. <laughs> Sheep are Umbra and Loomis. The dogs are Joey. <laughs> Joey is the dog, yes. Joey and Serenity are dogs. The elephants are Alisar and Raphael. The giraffes are Mai and Duke. And the death is Christian. Why does that dove sound like Barney the dinosaur? <laughs> Alright, if you want to read those, and imagine God speaking in Dorsen's voice. Uh, he, where are the new episodes of that? I love that show. You can, and, Miyu, and Miyuki's Angel X's work, she does have. She specializes in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! She only does Yu-Gi-Oh! 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 And they're all rated teen! So they're pretty- Oh! There's a bit- There's two Vampire Prince- Three! Vampire Princess Mews, so... 
that's something different. Oh, and she is, oh. And she does a lot of crossovers, so if you're into that. And she updated in 2008, so, um, wherever she is, um, uh, good job. Keep on keeping on, and she has. And, oh, she wrote a little, she, and she wrote a little something here for all of her fans. I don't really know if I want to update my fix anymore. With so many other stories in the works, I found myself losing the desire to work on fix I once wrote. Haven't we all? I am so sorry, The Adventures of Dr. Abby Normal. Plus, I hardly watch anime these days. There are some that I still love, but even then, I don't really watch, nor get a whole lot of inspiration as I once did. It's been fun. It's been a great two and a half years. My passion for writing still burns like hell fire, but I won't be back here as much as I used to be. In the meantime, please check my original works on FictionPress.com. Oh, FictionPress Angel Nightfalls. So she does have some, her own original work. So if you go on, is Fiction Press still around? Oh, it is. So you can go to Fiction Press and read Angel Nightfall and she's, Get some of her personal information, and it, this, this is 2010, so it's slightly more recent, and that was the UK Bible crossover, and I said slightly more structurally sound, and there, and over, not, I, I, it's not terrible, and really it's, you know, as an atheistic Satanist, I, I wasn't going to read the super serious Bible study note against my faith. Hail Satan. <laughs> this is the Satanic Podcast. Anyway, uh, it's not bad. I think it really kind of sticks to the spirit of the character. I think Kaiba could be meaner. You know, just, you know, being Kaiba. And why didn't he create a blue eyes white dragon? He was God. <laughs> God didn't want to create a blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh-oh, Catholics in lowercase, so she really doesn't follow up on her religion. So, yeah, this is, um, pretty, if you're into Bible anime crossovers, I'd say this is a pretty solid pick, and if you really want to know how silly the Bible section can get on, <laughs> let's go over to the Bible section. There, oh, there's a... There's a Prince of Tennis Bible crossover. Oh, uh, there's a... Uh, no, that's just a supernatural. And this is Bible in it. And Jimmy... And it, I don't know what Invisibles is, but there's a lot of Bible crossovers, actually. And there's... Where's the furry one? If you're into porn, let's go there. By the way, thanks for downloading last week's episode. If you're into, into porn, who doesn't listen to Oh, there's a Gilmore Girls, oh, Gilmore Girls, Bible Boy and Mary, that's not it, but, you know, Gilmore Girls fan fiction is alive and well. Where's the younger, I swear, I swear, I swear on the Bible, the furry slash Bible fan fiction, the furry Bible on the spy gay furry, it's the Holy Bible. But rewritten by a self insertion furry slash fan fiction. <laughs> Go read that. It, ooh. 
There's a Bible Black, so that's... Oh, good, it's rated M, because... Bible Black is not an anime. How do I know that Bible Black isn't an anime? Because I'm single, that's how I know. <laughs> Videos on the internet. Anyway, that was the Bible section of fanfiction.net, and... And, if, and, I, and I think you should check it out because it's surprisingly fun and not too serious. And also, it really cleanses your soul of accidentally mixing up the short stories and the gay porn. And this was Wide World of Fan Fiction. If you have, oh, you want to submit your own? Well, you could contact me on Podbean. And my, my email address, my real email address is on Podbean. So don't abuse that. You know, I would, I would love to read some of yours too, you know, if. If you really want me to read some of mine, I I want to make one dollar off this episode. I will read to you to uh, to you from To Boldly Go, A Frolic Through Space, <laughs> that replaced the adventures of Dr. Abby Normal. So anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the Bible slash Yu-Gi-Oh! crossover fanfiction, and have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>